Recording in progress. Well, welcome to the History of LHK one-on-one sessions. I'm Junior Francis, alongside our producer, my very good friend for many, many decades now, Eric Kola. This series is uh, actually aims to preserve and promote the Skia Rocksteady and vintage reggae scene in Southern California and beyond through insightful conversations with legend and modern day talent, including those behind the scene. And we have so many people working behind the scene to make this possible. We want to thank them each and every time. So hence, whether you listen to this uh, podcast series uh, on YouTube, or you watch uh, on YouTube, your yeah, podcast series on YouTube, a uh, big thank you and continue to spread the word. And please remember to subscribe. It's very, very, very important for you to subscribe. And I think it's your obligation to tell everyone about the program. On this very special episode, and as special, I mean very special yes. episode, we present our 2023 year-end review. So please help us welcome two fantastic and amazing uh, guests. Four. 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 Yes. Four. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. the double. Yeah. There we go. Double. So we have saxophonist, producer, writer, dub master, Brian Dub Robert Wallace of Mobtown, the man who has so many hats. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Mobtown, Long Beach, Dub Arthur, C Spot, Western Standard Time, man. I'm quite sure there are more. We have to just uh, shrink the list. <laughs> Big respect. Yeah. Uh, radio promoter, journalist, and our honorary mayor of Modesto, California. <laughs> DJ extraordinary. <Yes. laughs> But a good win of this is Skia syndicated program and reggae dub punk Skia and um, for the loving sisters as they are known, Alice Christensen. Yep. Wow, I got that right. Collectively known as the Dub Sisters. No relation to Dub Robot. Yeah, we want to <laughs> all right welcome welcome yes yes, yes, yes. welcome everyone wonderful to have you brian great to see you again dub sisters as always and <laughs> and, and, and Mida, great to finally see you virtually yes uh, one of these days we'll meet in person mm -hmm. uh, yes so thank, you, thank you for that yeah man during the interview we're going to touch on uh 2023 highlights well, well i'm hoping i'm hoping to meet you guys uh and can can we say it junior you're yes, you're uh Hosting event in September. Oh, he's oh, he's or is that is that still under wraps? No, no, no. It's open to it, it, in the public. It's out. The catch. I don't know if it is. So you're not. You're I, not. I was denied because because you got gig. <laughs> so you're not going to Nevada World Music Festival. Well, I'm still planning going, but no, I'm in Sierra Nevada. That's no, 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 no. In September. But before that, Sierra Nevada. In Virginia. No, no, no. Sierra Nevada. <laughs> He's wondering if he's going to see you up north at Sierra Nevada as well. I I I I will try to make it there, but I'm saying you know I I I do have plans to make it out uh, in September. Yes, sir. As luck would have it, I'm on their schedule. Yes. Uh, yes, you are. I'm really delighted. Mm -hmm. and, and and to to, to decode, we're talking. <laughs> what are they saying? Why not say what it is then? Supernova. Okay, you, you said it. I did. It's said my it. obligation to promote it. For there we go. It's my there obligation. Yes. Yeah. Rock City and Jamaican music. My obligation and responsibility is um to In, promote. Indeed, indeed, mm. and, and actually, both those festivals we'll talk about as a highlight for uh 2023 right come to uh, definitely, yeah definitely yeah. we're going to yeah. talk about that too yeah and as junior mentioned throughout this interview and session uh we're going to highlight live events 
recorded music, mm-hmm. anything else that was uh, special or monumental from last year. But before we do that, we're going to get a little background and talk with each of you and find out and, and share some uh, of your live stories with our uh, listeners and viewers. <laughs> so when's your, uh, yeah. your um So we're going to start Central Coast, uh, the young veteran, Mira. Um, what was your earliest exposure to Jamaican music? Um, I would have to say, uh, like many of us in the U.S., the Harder They Come soundtrack. Yes. My dad had owned it. I still have his copy from 1973. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, he was a fan of music. Uh, so that would have been like oh. probably the earliest reckonings. Yeah. So around and then, of course, how old were you then when you heard it? In 73, I would have been six seven years old so you heard it why so you heard it right oh so, yeah i was born in 66 yeah wow so yeah uh and then of course later on you know i heard a few things here and there bob marley different things that my dad would, would pick up and then two-tone hit and you know never pretty much never looked back and then <laughs> no, when i was living in la la county at the obsessed. time a little a little town called hawaiian gardens Oh yes. Yeah, come on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, super super gangster. Uh uh I, I was uh told by by uh Norwood Fisher that I was gangster because I grew up there. And then when I told him that my best friend growing up was the head of Barrio Hawaiian Gardens when they did the massive bus there. Now he he, he was still friends when we were acquainted at that time. I'd moved away by then, but uh up until ninth grade, that was my my homie. Wow! Yes, yeah, didn't nice. know that that they were uh, a massive gangster family until <laughs> years later. So you weren't you weren't kidding, right? What I so, wasn't. So and, and I totally I, I forget about those things. And then when people bring that up, they go, "Oh, like oh, I guess yeah, I guess I was." You right. Know, I guess I wasn't. You hood. still are by, by yeah. default. By default. By default. Right. By default. Yes. So so and when did you when did you move to the Central Coast? I moved to Modesto yeah, in ni- say Central uh, 1982. Okay. So, yeah. Shortly after you got baptized with, uh, by um, Two-Tone. No, before. The, uh, no, he, his first baptism was the Heart of the Right, yeah. Yeah, the Heart of the Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what's uh, funny was when it came out on, later came out on VHS, uh, the summer of 84, before my senior year, I just watched that on repeat. Wow. <laughs> Even though you had multiple choices, so many other yes. would watch at the time. <laughs> it's it's a, a a great film, and you know it's like of uh, so so yeah. And, and the soundtrack is is brilliant, and it is one of those things. That's one of those milestones that in America, because you know, especially on the West Coast, yeah, it's like I can talk days and days about you know Latin music, banda, norteña, uh, you know, all that stuff because we're surrounded by it. Sure. Right. Yeah. If the church should be. Told. We weren't surrounded by Jamaican music, at least you know at that time growing up. You know, if you're in Cuba <laughs> in uh, Florida, you might have the the Jamaican population down there earlier on. Definitely in in you know the the east upper east coast in New York in that area. But right. out here, mm-hmm. you know, you I was just lucky that we had you know KROQ down there playing the specials and Madness and and the likes, and we had the Untouchables. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yes, right. Very true. I, I wanted to. Well, that would be the first live band ska mm-hmm. band that I ever saw. Which was that? Which one? Wow. Ah, yeah. Cir- so so good. Phone, right? Circa what year, r- roughly? Uh, that would have been 
probably 80-ish early on. They, they used to play out at the, uh, the uh, not very far. <laughs> in the summertime so so oh, then cool yeah so i know you want to so, unfortunately fishbone i didn't see until about 84 a little That's bit later cool. because i moved up to South, northern california so missed out on some of the some of those bands early on but right so no you and i talk about uh the radio station uh this is here off the air but for the benefit of all listeners and viewers uh, uh, how many radio stations is your program available on worldwide? Um, pushing 70. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I say five dozen plus. Wow. <laughs> so, no, it's, 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 it's been a, an interesting ride. It's been uh, fun. Big and like I said, definitely. How about when it started? I started actually March 9th will be four years. Four so years. I did college radio in 85, 86. Okay. Uh, at KCSS in Furlock, mm -hmm. and a show called Maximum Scott and B. And yeah. pretty much, I played a lot of ska, a lot of mod stuff, some Northern Soul, and then the occasional new wave track in there that somebody might request. Mm -hmm. But it was basically just the stuff I listened to. Mm -hmm. And I did that for several years, came back again in about 89 and started doing it again. And that was, I moved back from uh, the, the South, came back out to California, back to Modesto at that time for a while. And at that point, there was that resurgence with Skaboom and uh, with, with Bim Skalbim and all these bands coming up. Right. And really another watershed moment, not to mention dance craze, but was the uh, International Ska Festival, San Francisco International Ska Festival in Berkeley, California. Yes, so you were there. I was there. One of one of the a oh, few man. ten thousand people. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was a moment that, you know, it gets talked about. But it was amazing to see so many people for a ska show in the U.S. And Roland Alfonso went back home and reformed the special or not special uh, the Skylights. Right. Uh, uh, Frank and Roger went back and, and formed Special Beat. Yeah. And then the word started getting out that hey. Something's going on in the U.S. So Bad Manners had come again. They were at that show as well. Right. Uh, the, the, the international beat was there right. doing Dr. pretty much a, a English beat set. Right, right. Dance Let's Go Bowling, an early dancehall crashers, right. um, Gangster Fun, yeah. Me, Mom, and Morgan Taylor. Uh, just, it was an amazing show. The unfortunate part was the, the main guy in AMP, Alternative Music Production, Apparently he was doing things he shouldn't with younger people, Ooh. went to jail. And so all these other plans that were going on, they were going to do a three nights of ska called Wood Ska wow. the following summer. Wood's and that was going to be like Napoleon Solo was scheduled to come over. Uh, Deltones, just a massive like yeah. three-day festival. Right. So and it would have been where they do uh, reggae, on the, uh, the, uh, reggae on the river, up in the Russian river. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so when did you, when did you start promoting shows? Uh, that would have been 85-ish. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah. So that's when you were doing college radio? Uh, the, the, a little bit before I started doing college radio, but yeah, yeah I, I was, had gone to, uh, it would have been the summer of 85, uh, and it would have probably been late 85 that I started doing college radio. Right. Uh, but yeah, I started doing shows 
And around 85, part of it was I had friends from LA where I lived that wanted, you know, for me to get them to come visit, I booked their bands. And then like anything mm -hmm. else, you start booking somebody, you do them right, they tell their friends and then yeah. you start getting phone calls. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. And what are some of your highlights as a promoter? I booked Roland, Alfonso, Roland Alfonso's uh, last full performance that's a hit. That's, up that's in Sonora on Halloween. Uh, two days later, unfortunately, he passed out on stage. At the at the um, but yeah, yeah. I, I booked bands from A, literally A to Z. Wow, including Q, including Z, the Queers, the Zillionaire, X Chromosomes, wow. Aquabats, nice. lights just a ton of bands. You know, uh, Slacker, Sonic Boom Six. Uh, <clears throat> so a little bit of everything. I did merch for Skank and Pickle for years. So yeah. ran the Fleet for Peace Center with Mike Parks for five years. Wow. Anyone anyone you, you wanted to get that you did not get? You know, it's one of those things where there's always bands that you'd love to 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 book, but sometimes it's one of those things where just going to see them is great. Uh -huh. So yeah. uh I never booked the Boss Tones, but I've saw the Boss Tones a ton of times. Right. Uh, but you know, it's like the Slackers. Uh, New York Citizen, some of the East Coast bands that came out early and just did like one tour, uh, you know, some of those would have been great to put on the little resume, but, right, you know, get to see them anyway. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. You can continue. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, what what is your view on the current state of, of ska in America? Healthy? I think, I think it's very healthy. Uh, one thing I do like is that it's varied. Yeah. Um, and, and, in, you know, in, in styles? In style, yeah, in style. And and it's nice to see a younger generation getting back into it because that's really where any scene vibrancy is going to come from. So true. You know, I'm 57 years old now. So it's like I've been listening to it since I was a youngin, but I can't make it out to as many. I take care of my mom. So it's like I got to pick and choose what I can go out to see or what I get to do. Yeah. Um, this last year, I was all set to go to Supernova. And then I was talking to my brother. He's like, well, you know, it's mom's 85th birthday and it's day one of your show, your event. I'm like, oh, that's true. So, <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, uh, and I'll just say I, I didn't go to Supernova, but I did have front row tickets given to me the day after my mom's birthday to see uh, Ringo Starr with uh colin hayes from minute work and Edgar yeah. winner and that so that was that was you know a nice trade-off give and take yeah spitting did spitting distance a, a beetle I'll, I'll take it <laughs> exactly. yeah taking care of your mom comes first yeah. yes a hundred percent i always say life you, you plan for something then life happens right that's yes that mm -hmm. works yeah um <laughs> nice and, and obviously we can we can go on and on and we, and we will we will learn more about you throughout the, the rest of this um we're gonna now go above you on our on our screen uh, another young veteran um brian wallace aka dub robot um so brian you and i first met circa mid 94 cal state long beach when i started working part-time on a campus radio station but it was america's jazz and blues station 88.1 kln america's number one number one sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> America's number one. Jazz, blues, and news. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
I knew virtually nothing about jazz. Um, I was I was not a musician and still I'm not. But but after meeting you, I can absolutely say I became a bigger and working at the station became a bigger jazz fan and started appreciating musicianship largely because of some of our conversations. So talk about Brian, what what role did jazz and does jazz play in your life? You know, uh, <clears throat> we were married, Jazz and I, at that time. We were married, not Eric. Um, Thanks for the clarity. But but we um, we had a rough time. Yeah. And and it was this thing where I didn't like. I was studying jazz at that time. Right. Right. This is again pre-internet. Like all you could do is just find records and where do you go if you're going to study jazz? Oh, our school has a jazz radio station. Better get in there. So, <laughs> so I was in there, you know, and, and I was the guy, they hired me because I was the guy that somebody could, could call up and say, you know, I was listening to the station like six weeks ago and there's this tune that went like, da 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 And I'd be like, was it an alto player? Yeah, yeah, it was an alto sax. Okay, that was Cannibal Adderley, you know, like, and it was this track off this record, and here's where you go get it, wow. right? And so it was this, like, value add that they had this sort of jazz nerd right. on there because we were married. <laughs> and, and uh, but we did break up. We had this awful divorce. We, and, and the reason why uh, was I got this real sense as I started to get better at playing the saxophone through college, going out and playing jazz gigs and not really feeling welcome there. Oh. Right. And, and feeling this, like this is this kind of weird competition thing. And there's this like weird stuff going on and the ska community, cause I was playing the ska gigs too. And I was like, yeah, this is better. You know, you can dance to this music, you know, you can, there's this community here, you know, there's girls like, come on. Right. You so, know, so, so the reaction from fans yeah. and probably from other musicians was a lot more welcoming. To you. Way more support. Um, there was, you know, and then the, and then, you know, playing a couple shows in here and it's all of a sudden, oh, we're opening for the Scatolites now. Whoa. And then going backstage and and like hanging out in the RV with those dudes smoking weed, right. you know, yes. like uh, and then Roland coming up and being like, hey, man, uh, you know. This is as you were playing with Mobtail. Yes. yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, which was that your first, um, first band that you played with full time? So no, Sublime was the first band yeah. that I. So that was the second question. So let's so yeah. back up to this little band that some people might have heard of called Sublime. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did that? How did that come about? Uh, we were all going to school together yeah. in Cal State Long Beach, and it was you know these were the guys that that had the chaos around them yeah. <laughs> total total chaos right and yeah i played on 40 ounces of freedom i played uh barry sax on that record and um and that was a lot of fun and and did you yeah. do did you do a lot of gigs with them so well i, I mean gigs <laughs> you know they, they were kind of like happenings really you know so you'd kind of show up and right maybe Maybe there was a stage, you know, a lot of back. It, th this was garage days, but yeah, we we played gigs around Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. 
So how about Mobtown? You talk about Sublime. How about Mobtown? Yeah, so Mob Mobtown was sort of the more organized unit um, that you could actually get paid. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually had like a van you could get in and like, you know, like and it, it, it would work. <laughs> uh and and you know the cops weren't chasing you all the time so i was like you know because i was there to study to be a music teacher and i was like you know i could hang out with these sublime guys and like get into lots of trouble or i could go with these mob town guys and like you know we could really you know it was like sure. there's yeah. songs to play and like you can actually Weird do suits. this yeah we got suits you know and um so yeah uh, what were you asking about Mob Town? We're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. We're dangerous gangsters. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. So were you, you were you there during the formation? Sorry, what? Were you there during the formation? Of uh, Mob Mo no. So Mob Town had kind of already had some success, mm -hmm. and um, their saxophone player left, and um, I, you know, the steel pan player uh, Dave said we were going to school together and pepe was like dave pepe we call him pepe um he was like hey man you can do this i'm like mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. yeah and you guys had a massive reunion a, a couple months ago yes thanks yeah. to junior and eric oh, look at the wow. one of the big highlights <laughs> yeah that show was fire that was that was that so, was so good so that was so, amazing um uh, and you and brian you touched on um uh, Scatterlights, but what are some other highlights specific to your years of, of playing with Mobtown? Um, first U.S. tour, um, first getting signed to Moon Records. Right. That was yeah. big. Um, really yeah. getting, uh, for the first time, like getting inside like songs, you know, from the beginnings of the songs that were just humming all the way through mm -hmm. production right um recording with um all the great engineers we recorded with um and kind of looking over their shoulders and learning what that you know would eventually become my career you know like <laughs> uh and just you know learning all kinds of stuff from from those people and um and of course traveling sure yeah we really traveled a lot but yeah highlights you know a great group of people really? to play music with, you know, it was like, and a, and a great, you know, amazing time mm -hmm. that it was just, we were right there in the, the whole midst of it, you know, yeah, so, and, yeah. and, and always consistent. Um, mm -hmm. And, and full disclosure, probably the one band from the, from the ska scene that, that I've had the pleasure of working with over the years, you know, when Reagan nucleus magazine was around and we worked a lot together um, back then. So, yeah. Uh, and then, and then Brian, with the before we talk about your your transition to 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 or the birth of Dub Robot, yes, you also played in C Spot, yes. Um, what other any other bands? Uh, I mean, you might have filled in, but any other notable bands? Um, uh, you want to I, yeah, I did a lot of kind of filling in with things. You know, the um, one that people don't really know a whole lot about is After Hours. Yeah, um, oh yeah yes yeah yes, yes wicked that's um, yeah. wicked, wicked really wicked. really great yes. stuff yes that was an interesting project because like hey. yeah this was sort of after the peak of the 90s right and it was one of these things where it's like well what are you guys doing right now oh you want to come to the studio and everyone's like yeah and then it was just like 
this parade of all the great ska musicians in LA I mean, and then too, right? <laughs> super relaxed. It was like a Dick Cavett interview. You just come in yeah, here it is. Yeah. And it's amazing music came out all in, in Smokey Robinson's studio. Nice. That's yeah. So cool. Thanks. Thanks to Brian, and Brian Wallace, Ryan and Brad Page. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yes. The, the so three B's on that one. Yeah. Segue into um producing. You yeah, okay. Husband, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of producing. No, I'm I, saying I, you as an individual, specifically you. Yes. You have to some uh songs or music or artists, right? Haven't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, tons, tons, tons. So yeah. I'm asking you how did I how did you make the transition? Oh, how did I make the transition? Make it a two-part question. And what's okay. the people you have in, uh, pr- produced over the years? That... Well, um, how, well, let me do the first one. So how did I make the transition? It was, um, so in the Mobtown days, uh, again, you had to pay a ton of money to record this stuff. And you had to find the right people. And here was the deal with, with, with um, 90s ska and kind of recording in the 90s in general. All these people in studios were total dicks to us <laughs> because you walk in and they're like, ska. <laughs> so I only know how to make people sound like Eddie Van Halen. Like, that's <laughs> the thing, man. Like, where's the high gain guitar? You know, like they had no idea. They're like, is this jazz? Is it, what is horns? Get out of here. What's this? You know, and then <laughs> they just never knew. And and you you see that in the 90s. It's this like real kind of engineer confusion, you know, like no one could really do it. And so we'd have to find these people. We found Bob Moon, uh, who did the Hepcat uh, recordings. Mm. And so he was in Santa Monica. He did a great job from Hoptown. Uh, and then when we got signed to Moon Records, uh, we, we had this guy, um, Schneeby, who we had to get from Germany. He did all the Toasters records. Well, that's close. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I, uh, it, but I, I bought one of the, you know, I always had my four track cassette, but still over there, um, that I would, you know, do all the sort of demo things on. But then, then they're like, Oh yeah, there's this digital thing, man. And so we got the we got this Roland VS eight eighty. And we did the uh we started doing demos on that. And then I started recording just bands around the first band I produced on that one besides Mobtown was um this band called Meet Me at the Pub. Mm, yeah. Which their their previous version was called Ski Ball. Right. And uh Ski Ball was from Upland. And so, yeah, that was the first thing. And I was like, I'm actually kind of good at this. <laughs> like, uh, just kind of learned this by osmosis from the radio station and, look, you know, being interested, just showing up early at recording dates. You know, when I got asked to play with other people, I'd get there like an hour before and get my read going and t- talk to the runners and the, you know, like, what are you guys doing? And, you know, and they yeah. would, you know, they were nerding out too. So, they're happy to share their their knowledge, and of course, you know Brad from from Sublime was totally into four tracks, and Miguel, you know, to this day is you know still doing it, still on the knobs and faders. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and and so then some other highlights um, 
artists that you've recorded and produced and, and, and mixed dubbed out over the years. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that there's actually a lot. I just got on this AI app that goes through all of your things and it's like almost a thousand. Wow. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm just available to do stuff. I mean, from, and then of course, a lot of those are coming from working with scientists because he, you know, we will take a session and go in the studio for a day and we'll literally do like 14 songs wow. in of different people all in one day. And it's, and the day is not that long. It's like six to eight hours. He's literally just about the world famous scientist. I, I was going to yeah. say, we're talking about a scientist. We're talking about the science. Hopeton. Um, yes. yes um, right. Right. Yep. Wow. World famous. Well, yes. With him. Yeah. I, so I started working with him about 10 years ago. Wow. And we've done everybody. Uh, we did a Sublime record uh, two years ago. Um, we did uh, Cranben. Um, we did Arcade Fire. And then all kinds of, he, he loves to work with people that don't have a name. That is his, his like thing that he loves to do. So, you know, bands that just, you've never heard of, mm. you know, and, and he'll just of, outside of, it, it, yeah, he'll do a jazz band. He'll do, he'll do punk rock. He'll, he'll do whatever. That's good. Uh, he loves electronic music. <laughs> he loves hip hop. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Wow. Indeed. Well, that's that's congrats yeah. on 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 all that amazing work. So and, one last yeah. uh, question before we introduce uh, the sisters. What is presently happening with um, Dub Robot, and when was the birth? I love this two-part question. The birth. Oh yeah. And what is he or she or it present? And is your is your car <laughs> operating? Yeah, it is. Beyond this wall back there. Yeah. Just on the other side. Yeah. Dub Robot has a show on Saturday, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Up here in uh, in Oxnard. We're going to, we have a, like a local sound system crew that uh, they booked out a, a club and it's just going to be me and probably 20 <laughs> other people, like just doing the sound system clash thing. It'll be fun. Yeah. So Dub Robot was a, was a thing. Um, I had this, I basically woke up one day, I got out of bed and I just took a drill and created dub robot and it was done. <laughs> it, it was done with some friends, um, some friends. Uh, it was done in about six hours from beginning to the first coat of spray paint. Wow. And it has not changed since that. That was a that was a day in the spring, in two thousand four. Mm -hmm. So I'm inclined yeah. to believe that people who don't know would, in fact, expect you to explain to them what is Dub Robot. Yeah, Dub Robot is a device that recycles people's wasted time. So if you've <laughs> if you've ever wasted any time. It's like a time thrift store. Yeah. You can donate it and get it back. Yeah. That is, that's deep. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's what it is. So it is a time machine. It is a, it is a car that, that, you know, 
Some people, you know, it's got a cloaking device. Some people don't notice it and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And the people that do notice it are into it. Here we go. And they are ready to party. Yeah. (laughs) And I am there with the frequencies just ready to go. Yeah. It's taken lots of different forms, but you know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the nature of an experimental time probe that uh, currently is in the landing position, just (laughs) maybe nine feet away from me right now. (laughs) Well, uh, Alison, before you guys slip into unconsciousness. Yes. Good. Yes. Last but definitely not least. So we, uh, the scene needs more fans, Uber fans, like (laughs) you completely active, always in the, in the, in the best of moves, really supportive of the scene. Um, but so, so we want to ask you some about that, but first, um, where did you both grow up? We grew up in Covina. The other valley. valley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're real sisters, like for reals. That's my big sister. We're real sisters. What? Oh, this is is me. And that's Sheila on our brothers right here. Look how cute we are. Look how cute we are. Okay, real. For reals. This is us in high school. Yeah, there you go. Right there. Right there. Yes. That's high school right there. You're setting the record straight. You are blood sisters. I love it. Same dad. Yep. Legit. So um we I'm 34 years old. She's 35. So when we were young and when we were in high school was when there was the 90s ska and um Essentially, I think we always kind of were exposed to reggae music like Bob Marley, the really popular stuff. Um, but that 90s ska really stuck with us in high school. And that was like LimeWire days. Yeah. We would go on there, make burn CDs, make our own albums. We were making CDs for everybody in school, like writing on there with Sharpie, like album art, everything. And we were really into probably like Fishbone, Fishbone. Suicide Machines um and punk a lot of punk music back in that day um and essentially i didn't really get really deep into the scene until about uh 2016 i was able to finally afford to go out to concerts and and festivals and i i started going to california roots at that time and um my sister she's she's been the mother like her daughter's 15 now so she was busy being a mom I was busy you know partying having fun and um I was deep into the reggae scene instantly fell in love with the community um I was having a hard time in life uh a bit of an alcoholic during that time and reggae music definitely was a huge part in what saved my life um from those struggles and tribulations uh and I just remember you know actually it would be funny it would be like between sets you know of of these new reggae bands and the selectors would be playing like old Jamaican ska um rock steady and I would be dancing between sets like what is this I really like this music and ended up um finding my way into you know the the classic Jamaican ska genre that way um so since about 2016, I've been going pretty heavy. Um, and then in 
since 2020, 2020, I was able to convince my sister to start coming with me. And then we were unstoppable. Then we were joined in forces because my daughter started getting older. Um, I was able to go out. Just, you know, wasn't so hard, like, having somebody to watch her. And um, Dobby did take me to One Love uh, for the first time in 2020. And it literally, it did change my life. And I remember being there and just with everything I've never felt so so much peace and if if you can't listen to that music and really feel the power behind it in a spiritual way then you're really not listening and I left that festival and I was crying my whole ride home because I was like I don't think I'm ever gonna find this again Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna feel this again there's no way that something so profound can happen. And let me tell you what, every single show we go to, I have that <laughs> same feeling. We're like, well, I think this one's the best show. What show was that you guys attended? That was so profound. That had that sort of it was One Love 2020. Uh, the whole thing. Like literally the first time I ever saw Don Carlos, I was like, I was crying. I was like, oh my God, he is a spirit sent to us from the heavens. I was like, the only thing holding him here to this plane is his hair. I was like, the only way he's here still in this mortal plane is his hair is holding him here with us. And it just like, I mean, we got to see Steel Pulse. There was like nobody there because everybody was over watching Dirty Heads. And I was like, oh, just tell me, like, where's the, where's the real shit? Like, I want to see the real shit. And she's like, we're going to I was like, see I know people. where to go. Yeah, so Follow we were me. there. And I'm like, I, I've never, I, so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. So meaningful. So profound. So purposeful. Changed my life. So for sure, like reggae is probably our number one genre of music that we go to. And we did we did some statistics and numbers yeah, well, to, to show you guys maybe well, later. Maybe later, but, but what's the other question? And then our second most most popular genre would be ska, probably rock steady ska. And then the documents. The documents, the documents, the documents for later. Oh, and yeah. then uh funk, funk, punk, punk, and hip hop. Hip hop, yeah. probably. So, and then so, other random stuff. So so on average, how many shows in a given month do you typically go to? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, how about we do it like this? Usually do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes we'll do two or three on a Saturday or a Sunday. So uh, roughly last year we went to 118 shows wow oh my God. so are you guys always on the guest list or you have to pay never no you guys were the only like okay maybe not never two maybe two rarely rarely um we do want to support and pay we we are at a point in our life where we're able to do that and it means a lot to right. us to support the community in that way but don't get me wrong, it's nice every now and then because we're struggling a little bit. Yeah, and concerts are sometimes not cheap. Well, we figured it out. We 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 don't drink alcohol. 
um when we go to festivals uh we bring our food we cook all our own we cook our own food um we're we're frugal we we're we're low maintenance we don't spend a lot of money man we're just literally there for the music and the experience and that fuels us through like really how comfortable do you need to be you're at a show for a couple hours suck it up like you really need 25 dollar chicken nuggets i mean like good on you but half of them are going to be on the floor later anyways so i don't know why you even bought it you know what i mean we're pretty like, much experts in the experience and doing it in the where is most it affordable way yeah. where does it matter i mean we took a bus out to uh holo holo like, wait, wait, no, it was a uh, reggae rise up in, in Vegas, Las Vegas from from freaking Van Nuys all the way to Vegas. And I get car sick and I was sick. It was only like $11 or something. Yeah. Like, how come I mean, we could go into more details of that? Yeah, that's like. a whole nother. So what's, what's amazing here is that you, so, so you, you, you said how many shows you went to last year, but we're talking cross genre. Well, so I think it's one thing, right? To yeah. be an uber ska fan or uber reggae fan so it's not just that right i mean and then that in itself is tough to find those that and right you dabble in, in both scenes from a musician standpoint right meaning the ska traditional ska scene and 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 what you when you play with lummies to ball stars right which is more of the american mm-hmm. reggae type scene but from a fan standpoint not only do you do you two young women do that but then you mix in hip-hop funk right and, and punk i mean that that's that's very impressive which, we which like all King are, Island, which, I, yeah, I was gonna say we're kind of oh, right, right, all on the same bill. So maybe I was, say back in the day that was all on the same bill. Yep. Right. Right. If the, you the understand with with Fishbone and right. WA because it used to be they were all the outcasts, so they all it's played the same shows because that club would give you one one night a month, and those bands would all play together. That's a, right. Yeah. It all makes sense. I would say we're a jack of all trades, master of none, and I don't think we're like an expert of um, the history. That's why you guys are our yeah, friends, right? We like definitely rely on people like you in the community to help guide us because, like Alice shared earlier, we haven't had anyone to teach us. Like, um, we were. I was a little rebellious kid and i found punk music and i'm like listen to this shit sissy like <laughs> this is what's up like yeah we, we're gonna we found it all on our, like, we found it on our own and just like i literally remember the day downloading fishbone like what is this it sounds like pure chaos like sign me up and then yeah. here we are i'm and i'm freaking angelo's holding my hand and singing every day sunshine <laughs> into my freaking eyes and i'm like but that's great you know like you know we when you really are listening you can hear the connection between genres and it will lead you down the path that will lead you to jamaican ska music but you have to open up your mind and you have to really listen to what they're talking about and the credit is always there the credit is there, the breadcrumbs, so to speak. Like you can find what's really deep inside the music. It's not all about smoking weed and being a pirate or whatever. <laughs> freaking all this freaking reggae. But like, yeah, it's there, man. You have to really want it though. You have to want it. And it helps to have people your and your your both submitted meta, your baptism. First time you heard um the harder they come. 
the impact was so profound. In your case, the first time you went to that one love concert, saw Dan Connors. The rest is history. I history. Mean, and I'm not sure That's if uh, uh, is it the same with other music. I wouldn't know, you know. Uh, but it, it's amazing, man. Yeah. The power and the glory of reggae music. True. True. <laughs> right. Um. I. I often. I love to share my experience because it has literally saved my life and it it happened so fast and it's so overwhelming like a tsunami like you said a baptism of emotion when you find something that makes so much sense and you have so much immense love from inside of you but it's like kind of new like Alice said we've always had some reggae and whatever in our life very sprinkled on top but to have it just like come in and sweep you into its arms like literally so romantic I can't even <laughs> tell you I'm just like in my workplace I'm a cosmetologist and I am like there literally preaching day in and day out the power behind the community in this music and how the people are there. We're there to build the community, the unity behind it. It's real. Like we don't have to be separated. We're here together. Like we can do this. And if you listen to this music and you allow yourself to become a part of it and, and give some selflessness, you can literally change your whole life and you can make a huge impact in the people around you. Just, just start right here in your little spot. We're obsessed with the local artists in our community because that's who we can influence and impact the most and support the most and it's easiest to us. Mm -hmm. And that's where we put our energy because they give us back so much more through music and then we just... We dance, we have a good yeah, time, no. we go out into the world and tell everybody how dope it is. And they're like, Oh my god, Sheila's right, reggae music is the shit. And then I go back and I dance and have a good time and go back and tell everybody, and they make more music, and I dance and have a good time, and I tell more people, and it's dope, and we're having fun, and there's so much love and greatness. Yeah, there we go. forever. But before we move on, we're gonna talk about highlights now, but Brian. You were going to say something. Cool, Brian. I was going to say, DJ is the teacher. Yeah, we have selectors. a list of selectors we um, want to give shout outs to. make a music, it came before. No, was it before or after simultaneously? <laughs> I, I think I think they both grow together. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, newspaper. Yeah. yeah. Both grow together. Mm -hmm. Right. right. All right. So how we want to roll this though? So let's <laughs> some uh, <laughs> highlights, uh, starting yeah. with live events. What are each of your uh, personal favorites? Yeah. So uh, so so let's talk. Let's run this off. Yeah. Let, 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 let's run this off. So uh, uh, Mita, talk about some of your highlights, whether it was shows that you specifically attended, or that you you read you, you read about, you saw online, you wish you would have gone to. Uh, talk about some of your highlights. There's always those. I mean, so many shows that you wish you go to. I know. They're, they're, they come in like all yours. They come up like, oh, that'd be great. But you know, <laughs> trying to trying to uh, juggle, especially like I said, taking care of my mom. She took care of me, brought me into this world. So it's a blessing to be able to to take care of her now. But uh, pre pandemic uh, in 2020, I had just so many shows that I had booked out for the year. I had a, a six month series every Friday book. I had another month in December book. I had 50 hours of music booked at the fair. All went away. 
Mm. So, uh, so, as a promoter, had all so so that was you know that was twenty twenty, and that was the thing is like it it didn't start come back. I started once it started come back a little bit here and there this last year. Uh, me and Josh Goots uh, from Viva Sky Radio, Viva Sky Vegas, we did the Maximum Scum P Festival with the Odd Advantage and a bunch of other bands. That was fun, and you know, doing that, we're gonna bring that back again this year on the fifth oh, of October. Oh, nice! Uh, yes, uh, fun, fun group <laughs> of, of, of characters, and then we're actually starting a new series that we hope will uh, create something bigger in the Central Valley. It's going to be the Central Valley Ska Festival. First one will be on April twentieth. But the whole idea is the out-of-town bands, all of them are Central Valley bands. So Reading to Bakersfield, you know, and in between. So uh, we'll bring them out. Out-of-town bands get paid. In-town bands donate their money towards me and Dave from the Bracers. We put it on. We're not taking any, anything from it. It's just to try to build something up greater. But then we've already talked to the guys in 1335. They do Zodiac production down in Fresno. So they're going to hopefully do something there. Uh, I got a uh, professor at UC Merced, so I think we're going to do something there, hoping to just branch out in the different areas, and then bands from Modesto series, wherever will go up and down, and friends from Bakersfield, they'll start trading, and then hopefully, not only that, fans coming out, but also building it up where those bands from the different areas start connecting and playing with each other, which was symbiotic, and as, as we said, symbiotic, but that's how it was back in the day. Sure. Everybody kind of helped everybody out. Yep. You know, the No Records, which was uh, everybody from Blue Meanies to Versailles to Mud Sharks. That was not a record label. It was just a record label so they could get better distribution and better, better gigs. It was all self, self-released. self And then Billy Spunk, who later did Thick, kind of helped set up the distribution bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was it back in the day. Skank, you know, I, I used to do merch for Skank Pickle. They used to do show trade-offs. Well, you know, yeah. hey, you, you know, you come out here, you play shows with us, you get our guarantee, and then we'll t- we'll take your guarantee from the night. So, you know, a band like Blue Meanies come out, nobody knew who they were. They might get a hundred bucks to open up a show, but people give them a thousand dollars. Well, you know, a lot so of times like, people you need it more than we do to get back home, and so that's the <laughs> whole plan is try to deal that. So. Kind of coming back doing that. I've done some live DJ sets in the last year. So uh, that's been fun. Uh, we had Roddy Radiation in town on his yeah, brief yeah. West Coast tour. And so it was nice to be able to DJ that. I decided to do all 80s, but all 80s new wave. Yeah. So, okay. To, to mix it up. So, you you know, I, I love the music, but I hate going to a show. And it's like, <laughs> In between, and it's like you were saying, with you have the selectors playing traditional, and you got a Scott Punk show, fine. But I don't want to hear the band or something that sounds like the band I'm seeing in between. Refresh, you know, so that you come back again and you and you set up again. So uh, I also in the last year helped on the specialized project, uh, the Punk Pioneers comp. So that was fun, and that's if you haven't picked it up or checked it out. Fifty-eight bands, I think, all together, and all of them recorded it on their thing, but all the money goes to uh, children's charities. Right. So, it's, and they also do the special, the the big one in in, in England and specialized festivals over there. So it was kind of nice to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. And then of course, just every month I'm pushing this is Scott further. You know, doing the radio show and trying to build it up. And uh, you know, it will help me, but I'm hoping it will help 
the bands more. I started the, the, you know, DJ and podcaster submission list. Yep. And that's, you know, you can go to This Is Gone. Uh, it's pinned at the top on the Facebook page. And like I said, there's about 80 uh, DJs and podcasters. Mm-hmm. And that will build up. We'll keep putting it in there. And at some point, I'll probably start doing a uh, bookers list. So mm-hmm. it'll be the same spreadsheet, just a different page on Google Doc that somebody can go through and go, oh, here's some people who are booking to be able to kind of like the old uh, book your own fucking life that Maxim Rock and Rolls used to put out. And you know, you know it's, it's like, interestingly enough a lot of times people are say you know other people steal their ideas you know it was last night that i said to someone we need to do a festival in that area last night i was listening to your podcast on your uh, podcast said there is enough fans Skyrock city and early reggae fans in yes there. let's do a festival there we go. bring it bring it <laughs> i invite you to the central valley no. yes, like We'll be there at, at different times. Oh. Like Fresno was such a hot spot for, for in the in the mid to to late eighties and, and early nineties. You know, with Let's Go Bowling, with mm-hmm. you know uh, Los Hooligans and Mental Buru and Checkmate. Uh, Checkmate. Checkmate. Yes, Checkmate. Jeez. First time I saw Checkmate, they were open up for the Boss Tones. Terrible, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a very early show. But you know, then I got their their demo uh, uh, when they put that out, and you know, they they became such a great band. And you know, Chico and the Hornets. There were so many great bands that came out of that area. Uh, and then you know, I I did a CD with a band called Doctor Rock and the Moon Patrol that were from Kingsburg. Uh, you know, Modesto had Deep Four Twenty and a bunch of different bands. So there was you know, all through the Long Shot out of Tracy, uh, Sandwich Mafia, Section H out of Stockton. So back in the day, it's like anywhere else. It's like you had all these bands uh, before 20 and played the festival with us, and they're coming back and doing the first Central Valley uh, Scott Festival. It's like you had all these bands that were really doing a lot. Lastistics, they're back. I don't know if anybody remembers the Lastistics out of Sacramento. No, no. They were really, really good. Hmm. Uh, I'm blanking on his name right now, but their saxophonist went on to do uh, join Link 80 for a while and then was the saxophonist for uh our ex-bandits yeah yes uh steve borth yes yes oh, yeah. so he he started off in the logistics and you know so they recently started playing shows again uh and we'll see how long it go on they're doing it their first time at gilman i think next week oh, nice. with uh omegon oh, okay. my little brother adam davis's group yeah. yes shout out brother no my, my oh. blood brother just just all right, brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're they're he's he's him and and Aaron Carnes are uh, unofficial. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Brothers, yes. With, by other mothers. They actually, I booked Omnigon at a show that I wasn't going to be at because I had a hip hop show that I was booked, and it's Stockton, California. Well, Stockton's kind of a dangerous town, so I was like, I need to be at the hip hop show because there's nothing going on at the cafe with Greg Ginn's electronic project. But they really <laughs> wanted to play with Greg Ginn, so I threw him on in there. They show up, and instead of being Narboots for the night, they were the Goodwin brothers, and they'd made T-shirts with my face on them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I they came back again, shirts. and they did another one. Uh, and and this, these aren't T-shirts that I made with my face on them. I did run for president twice, and I lost. <laughs> uh, I had a great, a great uh, campaign slogan. It was No Promises, Just Love. Nice. And yeah. uh, I did the whole U.S. Uh, in 2003, 
uh, campaigning. And then in 2004, I did the West Coast and, you know, so I put a little effort in. Right. And, so, uh, yeah, we have to do <laughs> good West times, good times. We have to, I know, yeah. indeed. But yeah, I think as far as highlights, uh, you know, I mean, talking about a free, free thing was seeing a Beatles spinning distance front row for free. That was pretty amazing. Sure. Uh, Whoa. But, you know, yes. Uh, I, I wasn't able to go to Supernova. My mom's birthday is that weekend. Her 85th was this last year. And so I decided I'm staying in, in town and take, you know, spinning it with my mom. And then the day of the show, I get a call from my, or a text, uh, have two tickets. Do you want to go? Like, well, heck yeah, I want to go. And they ended up being front row center for uh, Ringo, Ringo and his all-star band. So the quick, the quick, the, the same question for everyone, right? What are your uh, personal favorite concerts yeah. of 2023? Brian, let's hear from you some of your live moments. Uh, so 2023, um, I so um, one of my favorite moments, I would say, was uh, I think it was. I guess it was like earlier this year in maybe in the spring. Um, we went out with the dubs, Long Beach Dub All-Stars, but with Jacob. Oh, yeah. So, and I had, you know, you know, sort of kept in touch with Jacob um, from a distance, you know, and it was checking, checking out what he was doing. And, and for the record. Yeah. Jacob Brad's son. Yeah. And um, I always... I, I would go see him, but I would probably just see a couple, just a couple tunes and then leave because it's kind of, it's too weird. It's really weird, you know, because he it just, there's the, some mannerisms that are just very strange right. and it, you kind of feel like you're watching a ghost. I, I I mean, I think people, we all deal with loss in our lives, but you know, this it, it, it's kind of, it was not something I could really handle. And so I was a little like, Okay, so we're gonna to tour with Jacob, um, and it went great. It was awesome. But I just want to say, like with the Dub Sisters, this, all of these shows when we played together, were those moments for people, and it was very overwhelming. It was there was a lot of emotion coming this way, yeah. and we would get off stage, and it would just be this sort of therapy session, which happens. But I had never seen it at this scale, you know, because we're we're all the way over on the East Coast, and there's just people coming up, like <laughs> like dudes, you know, like biker dudes, like taking pictures with us, just like this was amazing, and and so that was a moment for me, that was really cool, um, that you can really see the impact of this long stack of time, you know, and then this, you know, this little. Uh, being that that is there which is jacob who really lights fires under people and if you haven't seen him play yeah you're in for a treat it is fantastic yeah, yeah. i watched uh the videos from the hr yeah. oh, cool. benefit show yeah and you know i saw sublime a fair amount of times back in the day unfortunately they were never good yeah no which was which was which was that case where and I talked to them, and there's like, and you hear, see live stuff. But personally, it was always those things because they're coming up here and they're partying and doing their whole thing. By the time they go on, they're sloppy. Yeah, super like, sloppy. I talk to people, and they go, oh, it's like 70 30, you know, 
you know, like 70 good and like, no, nah, 30% good, 70%, you know, they're, they're sloppy. They're, they're terrible because, you know, they're drunk or whatever. But, uh, you know, knowing what they're capable of from recordings and then seeing that, like, like you said, I mean, it was like, it was as, you know, what, what do we figure? 66, eight, you know, close to 80%, uh, you know, 85%. Sublime because DNA, you had Eric, yeah. Bud, and you know, Jacob. Yeah. Like you're not getting any closer than <laughs> That's that. That's science. That's science. Yes. yes. And, and, you know, it's like, okay, he's, he's the heir to the throne. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, I, I told people time and time again, it's like, if Sublime had kept going, who knows how big they would have gotten because people would have actually heard the record, gone out to see them. And if they didn't clean up their act, they would go, that, that band's terrible. I mean, they got kicked yeah. off of the first war tour because they're, yeah. you know, partying too much. Yeah. Um, like, know, I mean, how do you do that? Yes. So yeah. It, it's and like, then oh, you imagine, was, they, and they, then they, they, they yeah. were, they were, you know, they were true to themselves to, to a fault. But yeah, yeah, to see that, and and I, and that was the thing is like, you know, post sub, Sublime, I mean, the band itself, you know, like I said, Long Beach Dub All Stars, Short Bus, you know, uh, all the Dubcat, all the different things that they did post Sublime. And then there was all these Sublime tribute bands that were making rips of money covering Sublime because everybody wanted to see yeah, I mean, those songs done live. Yeah. yeah. And it's band. really, it's important care. music. You know, it's important music to people. It mm -hmm. is. So I yeah. can totally see people yeah. coming to you on doubles or doing Sublime and just going, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. No offense to Rome, no offense to Badfish or any of the, you know, capable tribute bands. It's still not sublime. Right. And yeah. Right. But, but, but Brian, uh, what are some other highlights uh, for you? Um, there's one that I'm not sure if I can talk about, but, um, but there's a sold out show coming up for you guys. And there is a, a record that may or may not have come through this uh, thing right here that is coming out. So that that's as mysterious as I can get. I think I gave it away, but you've all heard it. So I think you're saying that there's a band playing this weekend. Yeah. You might have recently just worked with. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but how about more specifically live concerts? <laughs> Uh, live so live events. Um, I just want to shout out Supernova. It's yeah. a fantastic festival. I played it twice. Um, Tim okay. and April are really putting. Uh, th this is, this is like uh, you know in my opinion a monumental event that is going on. Yeah. It is fantastic. So I, I want to shout them out. But uh, I, I would say definitely the highlight of this year was was putting Mobtown back together, getting the pioneers, and then getting this amazing surprise on stage. <laughs> Linville, Which, Linville. yeah, Linville. I I could not have. I I mean, I was talking to Roger all week, but I I didn't think there was because he was going to show up. I didn't think was that was going to happen. Yeah. Spontaneous. totally spontaneous, totally awesome. The the timing was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was it was really fun and um you know that whole event you know uh, we've put mob town together in the past but the thing that i love about it is uh just going back you know we we rehearse in the same place that we rehearsed in the same rooms and it just it's such a it's such an interesting little time capsule to you know it's there it smells the same <laughs> like you know and you just feel like you're gonna walk out and like you know back in the day we'd walk out and like ozo motley's next door and we're like you know hanging out and we you know like oh basically the whole scossy ocean Eleven's down there like we're just doing it and we didn't know these were just bands whatever like hey man i borrow some earplugs you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, you guys are burning with anger to uh, Alice yeah. and Sheila, and you're burning with excitement to come in. Some of your favorite shows of 2020. Yes. Probably we have, we have an extensive list. We're going to burn through this list of highlights real We're quick. Let's hear it. We love it. Because there was a lot, and like we really, there was... Uh, okay yeah we're going in a t order of time here so uh, starting from you know the beginning of 2023 we rang in the new year at that terry hall tribute at, DPS's, at Piazza's, which oh, was yeah. a really fun party that was so much fun and we actually went there after we went to the roots show yeah, the roots. that's a Dis Disney, Walt Disney concert, concert hall, hall which was fun. which was no, skip you're going too slow then we had in February we got uh, February tenth we got to see the Roger Revis All Stars which was amazing. really good. That one was really good. That one stood out to us. Uh, name the location so I can follow the location. As that one was at the Miracle Theater in Inglewood. Yes, that was with Dave Hilliard. Uh, yeah, Dave Hilliard was there. And then on uh, March eighteenth we saw Stranger Cole. Yeah. Amazing. Where, where was that at? Yeah, more, more life. life. That's a tattoo. Ocean from, inspired by Stranger Cold says more life. This one says more, more life. And this one <laughs> says life. Mm, changed my whole life. Yeah. Okay. Um, April first, we did um get to see OBF sound system with Iration Stepper. So we're dub sisters in the sense of dub reggae is like one of our huge uh, genres we're obsessed with as well. You could just dance for a million years. A million years. Forever. Okay, same month on the 30th, we um got to see the Scottalites, which is my personal favorite. And, um, at St. Rock, which was really intimate. It was beautiful. That was my first time being able to see them. And they were like, oh, the like, horns right in my face, please. Right here on my face. <laughs> I'm like, please sweat on me. <laughs> <laughs> And then obviously Cali Roots in um May twenty fifth, Cali Roots, California Roots. That's my like soul festival. In Monterey, it's always the best. Um, we did on June 9th, We saw Big Youth at Dub, Dub Club. Club. That was dope. Big up to Dub. We Club. definitely try to prioritize like foundation artists, older uh, influences in the community, like uh, over seeing newer artists who are hopefully going to be around longer uh, we do try to prioritize that, that for which, the community which segues into june 16th we went to sierra nevada world music festival that was our first time and which instantly became the cherry on top like i was like i love california roots is always going to be part of my soul but 
was beautiful head to toe. We can go into details more later. There's so many amazing artists there. July uh, July 16th, we saw Empress Sativa for her um, album release. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was amazing. Was that Hellmel in um, Mel- Melrose? On Melrose in LA? She's so beautiful and talented and powerful. It's great. Lyrics. Recorded uh, recorded right here. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. August 19th, we saw Johnny, Johnny Clark. Clark. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was so, uh-huh. so good. So good. Uh, that was at Dub Club. That was at Dub Club. Oh, oh, by the way, Dub Club is our favorite place in the whole wide world. Often I will just start crying and shedding a tear because I miss Dub Club. I miss Dub Club, which is happening right now. It's but- yeah, I know everyone's like, are you guys going to a dub club? I'm like, no, we're talking to the history of L.A. Scott Jr. You wish I was at dub club. You can still make it. We're actually there. You can't tell. And then uh, okay, August 26th, we saw Protégé, Protégé. Garden Amp, which is one of our favorite yeah, venues. Yeah, that's our favorite venue. And he was like, I got so, yeah, we always be in the front at Garden Amp. Love that venue. Um, September 2nd, we went to Dub Tropic, which was put on by uh, Porch, Porch Bass, Bass, Nick LaPortio from Ayaterra. He has his own sound system, all sound system, I think is what it's called. Soul. That that event was really good for his first one he put on. So very impressive. His sound system is very good. Yeah, he had um uh subatomic there as well, which was we love subatomic. Sick. Yeah. Um September 10th, we got to see Easy Star All Stars, which really stood out to us. That's one of our favorite, like dub cover reggae bands. They groups. did uh, Ziggy Stardust. That was at the Venice West. So that was another really close, intimate show. So good. And I love David she Bowie. Loves David Bowie. So bonus points. Oh, when I die, David Bowie's going to come down from the heavens and retrieve me. And I'm sure you won't be surprised that on the 15th of September, we also got to see Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind, and Fire, which is our favorite band. That's our favorite band, Earth, Wind, and Fire. If I had to listen to one band for eternity of all time, a band, it would be Earth, Wind, and Fire. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, and then another one that stood out on the 16th was Wailing, Wailing Souls, Souls at, at Dub, Dub Club. Club. Right in the front again. Singing into my eyes. So good. I was crying. I was crying. Show. I was losing it. I was sobbing. Beautiful. I was a mess. It was great. I Beautiful. loved it. We're almost there. We're almost there through our list of highlights. That's not so. October fourteenth, we got to see King, King Shiloh, um, oh, which was put on by Dub Siren Hi-Fi in a discreet uh, LA location. Yeah. That show was. It just... was so. There was two two sound systems. So good. Yeah, that was just a beautiful night. And I think we danced till like four we danced in the morning. Till, yeah, I think it was, yeah. yeah. 
I love these sound system guys. They're like, we'll just we'll keep, just keep going. going. Comes yeah, up. we have like a, acquired a couple really close friends in there. So they're like, Dub Sisters, if you're here, like we'll never they stop. Playing. We never stop dancing and they never stop playing music. It's kind of bad, but in all the right ways. No, it's good. It's good. Um, of course. Um, October, what is that, 19th? We got to see Earth, Earth Cry. Cry at DPS. Earth Cry, we're going to put a big shout out to Earth Cry. That's probably one of my favorite newer reggae bands in the scene. Yeah. Um, we're obsessed. Obsessed. They, they we got to see them again on Rocksteady album. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, they have a scare. Yeah, that album, that was going to be our favorite, our favorite album of 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, October 20th, The Pioneers. The Pioneers. That show was beautiful. Yes. Uh, head to toe, Mob Town. We love the Steady 45, Steady 45. family. And uh, it couldn't get much better. That show was just like so many, everybody hopping on stage from all, every, all day. The energy of the crowd, like everybody was, but you could sense the gratitude and everyone's just love and everyone just like, Bopping around and dancing, getting all sweaty and dancing. Usually, we're so like the reunion. only people that, dancing. A, a re- Everybody was reunion. dancing there. A reunion. Yeah, a reunion. Everyone. A lot of familiar faces in the house. Um, on um, on November sixteenth, we got to see Devo. Devo. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, are we not? Devo. Devo. Yeah. Okay. November twenty fourth, Parliament Funk and Fish. I'll see you next time, Grandma. I'm just kidding. This is, what, <laughs> this is what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for George Clinton, okay? Oh, the mothership. Take me with you. And one of my most more, um, oh, this was the last one of our highlights, I guess. Um, this one was really good. December 17th, we got to see Tower, Tower Power, Power on Beach. So good. Even though we like, couldn't be as close as we wanted, it was still so Oh, the tickets were expensive. Yeah, it was like, they're still going to fit right in there. I, you know, my uh, tactic is always to get the end, the end of the row seats, and we'll be like one in front of each other so we could dance and we have can space. Dance. Try to be so, a little bit higher up so you can see. We have so many, like, we've gone through so much. And, like, if you want to know how to do it and do it right, as long as you have a good attitude, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> but I can literally write you a manual A to Z. And as long as you have the right mentality and you're not a, I'm going to say, nice, <laughs> you're not a softy, you know, you'll survive, girl. You're trying to live your life, more life. Thank you for the very detailed recaps as well. So, so we're trying to go fast because there was a lot. No, that, but was, we that was great. So that, that was great. And I and I would say a few uh that were highlights either for for, for me or, or just to touch on because I'm sure they're highlights for others, but Tokyo Scott Paradise Orchestra. Oh, we missed that one. That was Tokyo. yeah. The garden amp with steady 45s, uh, interrupters, uh, we got to see as well. Slackers went out on tour. Um, we saw them all last Western year. Standard yeah. Time with, with, with Jesse Wagner. All uh, the Western Standard Time, yeah. I was very fortunate to see Los Fabulosos Cadillacs at Coachella, which was uh, incredible. Um, uh-huh. Junior and I talked about this. I think we could probably 
coin that that 2023 was year of the legends not only with stranger coal and pioneers supernova obviously had had some legends sierra nevada mm-hmm. Eric mm-hmm. morgan Nor- norma frazier yes. um uh some of those people who won't see again much to our star right right yes unfortunately clarendonians um, so grateful to see the clarendonians there yeah died shortly yes, after shortly after, after. Uh, punk rock bowling in Vegas was was big with Roy Ellis backed by Agrilites. Um, yeah. Um, Muzak's fundraiser. Speaking of uh, tribute to Terry Hall, that was epic. <laughs> I can go. That on. Was, yeah, that, that looked sick. That was that was pretty amazing uh, to see. Um, uh, just just those those once in a lifetime performances. Um, Junior, you saw Roddy Radiation. Right yes, out in Riverside. Uh-huh. It was in Riverside. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Long Beach of All Stars. You went out and toured. Uh, you you played. Did you play House of Blues Anaheim that that show as well? I was sick that night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the the, the uh, Safe Fair show, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were gonna do like a sax jam. And <laughs> uh, I I had we had just got off the road. We just did port. You know this Washington run, and I got this weird flu, oh, no. and I was just done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It would hard to be hard to play the sax with the flu. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. There is no way. <laughs> There's no way. Um, we got to see the Skins uh, tour uh, Southern California uh, last year. Um, some great Love DJ, the Skins. Yeah, some great DJ events with Ritterman Brews, uh, uh, with Ted and Bubba do Dub Club as Dub Sisters mentioned. Uh, a lot of good um, DJ nights. Junior and I had the uh, pleasure of working with a few panelists at the Grand Museum. Uh, as well with uh, Greg Narvis, Karina uh, Deneke, Oliver Charles, Dina Cole, Scott Klopfenstein, mm-hmm. Matt Parker, uh, and Paul Hampton. For the, uh, for the record, we are coming back with number five, so you guys... We are. Yes. We are. It's nice. 2024. Yeah. yeah. Um, Core and Concrete Jungle had some amazing uh, Latin Ska uh, and Ska Core events. Um, looked like it was fun. The Agrilites New Year's Eve show with uh, Smoke. That was really yeah. fun. I yeah. saw you guys in that video. You're right in the front there. <laughs> yes. You know yeah. who we are. Um, and then, of course, the HR tribute um, uh, fundraiser, I should yeah. say, right, with um, with some all slow jams there. So, yeah, um, some, some those are on the live performance sides, and I'm sure we missed uh, we missed some there. Let's move on to some. Yeah, there's so many. I know, I know. Let's move on to some recorded music. I know that you have some show and tell. You have some some visuals. But but I forgot two shows, and I can't believe I did. Uh, I had tickets from 2019 that I bought. I bought two sets of tickets on my birthday, 2019 and December 12th. Madness, who hopefully will come through and do some additional dates in 2024, and they might be giants. Ooh. Oh, cool! We're doing the flood tour. So finally, this earlier this year, they finally actually hit hit uh, the uh, Fox Theater in in Oakland, and I got to see them. And then uh, saw Devo. Yeah, we who are... is my all time number one favorite band. I did a I did a a ska and punk tribute to them years ago called Mashing Potatoes. And uh, oh. the the fun thing about it, I brought some extra CDs, and I'm walking down, and that day there was this big international convention thing and and biden was in, in san francisco and the, the 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 president of china or all these different people so there's snipers on all the roof you couldn't drive into the city so we barred it in i'm walking up and uh 
this traffic cop, older black guy, goes, you guys see going to see Devo? And I'm like, oh, yeah, 100%. That's where we're going. He goes, oh, I saw him in, on, on Saturday Night Live in 1979. He goes, changed my life. I'm like, what? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, so, he goes I'd rather be there tonight. I'm like, you know, he's like, he goes, you see there? You see, he starts pointing out these snipers. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard there was it. He's like, he goes, oh, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. So, so you're a big people. Like, 100%. So I pulled one out and gave it to him. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, and I gave a few more out that night. But yeah, Devo, third row, right there, almost caught a dome. Oh, it, it did get part of the suit. Got, uh, did you guys, did you, the sisters, did you get some uh, of the bouncy balls? I got we the did. bouncy ball, yeah. Okay. Totally I, ended up, I ended up getting several of them. And then, of course, as, as I left, I still got like three or four, but uh, I was giving them away to people who didn't get them because that's the way you do it. And yeah. then Cheap Trick this year. I saw Cheap Trick front row again. Oh, and, cool. uh, and uh, the uh, guitarist at one point just, I don't know what, he used to flick those out and they'd go like 19 rows. And at one point he tries to, to throw them and they just land it right in front of me. So me <laughs> and this guy next to me swooped them up and I'm handing them up. I'm like, dude, you got blessed. Pass them back. So he's like, what? He go, pass them back. Don't just put a big sock in your pocket, you know, of, of, of picks. Give them around. Spread them well. But yes, so as, as far as records, and uh, when we're done with this, sisters, uh, you'll, you'll find me on Facebook. However, Mida's, you're, you're not going to find a hundred of them, or this is Ska, and I will send you a, a couple copies of the tribute. <laughs> yeah! I love that. Yes. The, the Abrupters. Yes. Uh, on Asian Man Records, one of my top from the year. They just recorded a brand new album, which hopefully will be out in 2024, uh, at District Recording, which my buddy Ryan Paris and Mike Parks run. Mm -hmm. Buford O'Sullivan. And of course, you know, anything with robots on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Ryan? Yes. Right. Yeah, fantastic. That was on Jump Up. Right. Shout out to Chuck. Down, land Down Under. Oh, Rabbit Hole yeah, by yeah. the Resignators who did one of the pre-parties there at uh, Supernova. Mm -hmm. Another Supernova band, Bad Time Records. Yep. Jay Navarro and the Bad Traders. Time had a, Bad Time had a pretty great incredible. album. Yeah. They, they had a tour that passed through as well, the Southwest. Yes, yes. East, oh, yeah, Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time, yes. Mm -hmm. Another another jump up one. I got the CD before it came out. They sent me a copy, and that still lives in my uh, CD player. Yeah. Double Minus Symphony, oh, young, yeah. young kids from Washington. They actually played the third anniversary of uh, This Is Ska, or our party in town. Yeah, we did a round with Monkey with them. That was fun. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then Sergeant Skaggs. Okay. I think uh, one of the best singers in Ska today. Right. The More Robots and Satan. Yay. On... Um, on uh san diego escape hatch yes yeah right debo meets ska meets craft work okay. yeah <laughs> yeah super cool uh i did the first seven inch i ever put out on safari with featured this young band mustard plug mustard uh, plug yeah, so it was nice good. to see that come out yep. we can't forget on, on some of the the two-tone it's great to see the selector oh yeah and wrote up put out new stuff yes yeah I did order the Madness album. It has not arrived yet, but that, that's uh, one of my, my all-time favorites as well. Love that album. Yeah. Speaking of Fishbone, I wish it was more songs, but, you know, 
what a great album and uh you know great to see that come through got that today but yeah. uh been yeah. listening to cd for a while right some ska band and then uh the saxophonist uh he has his own show called this is ska jazz mm -hmm. insider uh -huh. a little yep. more soul there but you know great group area right the pomps oh yes oh, that's the one favorite. the pomps great group fun stuff little little moddy little poppy little sky yeah on bad time too I, i'm not i'm not not a, a huge fan of christmas albums but you know uh, yeah that is, that is wags, one of my topics i i did i did get the uh the reissue of go jimmy goes oh yeah so, all day hell and, yeah and actually i got the mu 330 uh holiday album this well, year as well yep uh that's it. Okay. Got Timmy. We'll just do the E3 on. Coming back in September. Boom. That's the Scoffleys. Pie tasters, toasters, right? Nice. The, the three, the three, uh, and hopefully they'll do more of that. Yes. And these are all 2023. Yeah, these are, re this, the next batch is all reissues, but you know, came out this year. Scotch Bonnet's first album. Pie tasters. Great record. Yeah. Yep. Unsteady. Of course. Unsteady. San yeah. Diego's own. I was super excited about this one. Shout out. Shout out. Where are you hiding all those? those. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a Mary Poppins bag full of once, freaking records. You know, fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mike also released both Link 80 albums again this year. I have the first pressing, but I'm in part of his record club. Highwall oh. Holiday. Oh, yeah. Spring Hill Jack. Right. The hippo. It's a little bit more Weezer-esque, but still fun. Yeah. This one is not available to the general public, but it is. Uh, it sold out again. But being part of the record club, I got it. Jesse Michaels, Common Riders. Oh wow! Yeah. Brand new cover art. I've booked these guys back in the, a lot. Yeah. Booked Knowledge once, but then unfortunately Nick had passed away, so that didn't happen. Matamoska, first time on vinyl. Their yes. debut. Great. On stuff. I used to book these kids, uh, not at Disneyland, but in Stockton. Suburban Legends. <laughs> Suburban, oh, yeah. Suburban Legends. On stuff. And then we were talking about Suicide Machine as well. But yeah. Both on asbestos. I have original copies of these, both as well. But I didn't know what they were. And uh, Blood posted something that he was releasing for uh albums you know reissues and so i just was like all right sight unseen i could have called him and said hey what are you doing i just said take my money give me some more records <laughs> and that and that's part of you know my thing especially in the pandemic was just i when i couldn't go see shows i was just buying their records just give me your music you know mm. let's let's buy it and uh i've been what collecting. Your show does, uh, those are all 2023 releases right those all were released in 2023 yeah i have more that were released in 2023 Hey. I I was uh uh I subscribe every year to Chuck's Jump Up Records 100 Jump Up Celebrated the best deal in ska yeah mm -hmm. uh Jump Up Records record club yeah been it, around it, for what seems like eternity thirty, 30 years and, and last year yeah yes. there we go yeah <laughs> yep yep 
gave a ton of away a ton of those CDs away over the last few months too. Yeah. They they sent them out to me. Had yeah. them at the body show. Had them at the Maximum Scampi. Yeah. Uh, a few other shows, just giving them out to people. But yeah, one of the the the, the best deals is his no, his clubs. I was, uh, I was also this last year. I subscribed to Scott Punk International. And yep, I got a bunch. I got a bunch of those in my car too. We're gonna give out a few of these this this Saturday at the uh, Hepcat. Nice. And then, uh, uh, you know, Bad Time Records. I subscribed for a year. It's hit or miss with them. I like you know more of the two Tony and traditional type stuff. Right. Um. So I'll I'll subscribe to somebody for a year, and then I'll you know if it's like I I go up. I would have bought nine out of ten of these or eight out of ten. I'll sure. subscribe again. Yeah, but if right. it's like 50 50, I was like, yeah, that's the high percent. I've given you some money. I'm still going to probably buy stuff, but I'm going to, you know, pick and choose what I want. <laughs> right. No, that's, thank you. Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's some great, um, some great vinyl. Wonderful. And then, and then there's so many things that came out on CD or on digital streaming. Digital. Right. And that's just, you know, uh, <clears throat> just so much of it. I mean, that's part of it. So I did, I did 15 LPs all full length, all uh, brand new. That was my top for the year that I posted. Right, right. And they were in this stack here, but it was just new full length. So the Fishbone EP, that wasn't my year end best of because it was an EP. Sure. So I was like, I get so much, I have to narrow it down and go, what am I going to do? <laughs> and, and starting last year, I was like, I'm doing full length LPs that came out that you know are not reissues not a collection of works and only on vinyl if i don't own it on vinyl it's not my list mm -hmm. uh regardless of how good it is and that was kind of the thing was like if i didn't buy it it can't be a favorite mm -hmm. and the good thing is a lot of viewers will <laughs> see so many uh, albums and go purchase and support they yes they would ordinarily yeah, see elsewhere yes yes so that's brilliant and so i do and the, the other part is it's great content because I do an unboxing when I get these things and yeah. I can throw that out there and people can see it and go, oh, and hopefully that, that drives people to actually go out and buy something uh, yeah. or support the band. When I do my radio show, I always, you know, you know, suggest, you know, to like, follow and go see these bands live. If you can. It's important, you know, and the live set is, you know, is always going to be so much better. Uh, very few bands have I seen uh that i didn't care for the live set more than i did the album right uh, only two come to mind we discussed one i won't bring them up again the other was coheed and cambria <laughs> oh i wanted to i wanted to and just every time i would see them and i saw them on festivals i saw them in small clubs i saw them in theaters never always you know just was not the what i wanted yeah yeah so um brian <clears throat> yes highlights Highlights. We uh produced have in your been... studio. What's that? I said the highlights produced in my studio. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um let's see. <laughs> I have a pile of records too. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, um first I'm just gonna I'm gonna shout out there it is. Oh, Sketch. Skate patch. We've been doing a lot of work. Um, smoke and mirror sound system. Oh, yeah. We're so happy at that New Year's Eve party. 
Yes. Great album. I get the Lando for. Also, um, Black Market Records out of Nashville. We did this one. Yeah. There's there's the lander right there. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> super fun. Uh, and this new one, the dub record. That's real good. That's real yeah. good stuff. This one is is real nice. So I, I um. Is that smoke and mirrors as well. This oh, is yes. smoke and mirrors as well. Yeah. Really, really cool okay. stuff. Um, and if you look real close, the lander's on this one too. Nice. So, but you got to buy it. You got to buy it to see it. Yeah. The 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 Revelation Nine Inch Nail one was great too. Oh yeah, yeah. Brandon stuff is is fantastic. Um, so yeah, one of the things I did this year was uh, we reissued um, trans, um, Westbound Train Transitions yeah. on vinyl. That's a great album too. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And um, so, so that was fun to to open up those those mixes again, and and uh, it was also fun to to talk about not remixing it because <laughs> that was on the table for a second. We should remix it. Make it mod. No, people like it the way it is. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, did a lot of stuff with Black Market. Did a ton of stuff with um, Escape Hatch. Uh, there's a David Bowie and Dub that you guys, you gals, should check out on Black Market on their SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah, put it on the list. We're taking put, notes. Okay, good. Okay. Um, I worked with the Prize Fighters. We did their album Punch Up this year. Yeah, on my list here I'm surprised yeah. I didn't grab that one. I, yeah, I, it's probably on my player. But that yeah. was another one of my number one of the albums of the year. Yeah, love those yeah. guys. All three albums. Fantastic. Fantastic. They play Supernova regularly, right? Is that the same one? They have played. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, uh, the Price Fighters, the whole documentary with the, with the, um, you know, the the dancing girl. Oh, yeah. 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 With with, uh, Brigitte Bond. Yeah. 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 Super interesting. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we, you know, we, we we interviewed um yes uh sometime last year. Yeah, she, right, right. She was one of our guests. Yeah, that was that was fascinating. Yeah, really cool. Um and Hemper Sativa getting nominated for a Grammy, which is great. Um, didn't didn't win, but that's okay. Uh did a uh some cool work with uh, Blackbird Records this year. Okay. Um, so that's Eric Crucial from uh, Steady 45s, mm -hmm. uh, his label. Uh, of course, uh, things with Scientist. I did. Um, I've been working with. It's not really ska, but it, it kind of gets dubby. But we did. We did some dub. It's because it's the source material is more funk, but danceable stuff. But um, it's this guy, uh, Adi Somek. He uh, he has a band called Unpoppable. The connection with the band is is. Um, is Fredo, Alfredo, uh, okay. is sometimes plays drums with them, uh, and so he. But he's on the recordings. Uh, but Unpoppable is 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 a band. Uh, the instruments are made out of balloons. Wow! Whoa! Yeah. What is this? I love and it. It sounds like pure madness. It, it is madness, and they're created in front of you on stage. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> he's like a magician. Yeah. Well. Count, maybe a recovering one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Ade, Ade does these amazing balloon sculptures oh. that are 
incredible. And uh, anyway, so that's coming out. You can check that out. Um, I gotta see that. Been doing some work with uh, Hello Stranger, the YouTube channel, um, just kind of improving their sound. Um, the Bandulus new record, uh, Warsaw new record. Yeah. Warsaw yeah, Poland Brothers. And uh, 17th of uh, February, they'll be up here. Yes. Um, also, not really this year, but sort of people are finding out about it. They amalgamated their latest thing, uh, produced that for them. Um, uh, yeah, so those those are the, the albums. Uh, I think uh, I'd like to shout out The Loving Poppers. One of my favorites. From, from fantastic yeah. yeah i haven't gotten the vinyl yet but they would have been on top yeah. of my list they, on, on it, it, it is a great album yeah rice worked with them some on that yeah heavy great. heavy heavy stuff and uh yeah and kelly the the singers on this one so you can oh, you can right. check her out there too yeah yeah lovely lovely person to work with okay yeah. it's great to know yeah yeah um, thank you, Brian. Yeah. D Dub Sisters. I'm glad you guys went first. That was like so many. I'm like, yes, yes. Yes, them yes. All down. Um, Albums from last year that really stood out to me, like Good Bottom to Toe, um, uh, Top to Bottom, Earth Cry. Yeah, we were. Dandy Shandy, that album, like every song every on that single album song. is so good. Um. You said Hempress Sativa. We were there too at her album release party. That album is solid. Um, and uh, Protege, what was his album called? It was uh, In Search of Zion. That one is really good too. I mean, there's the so Grammy? much music. What's that? Is that the one, the album that he won the Grammy last year? Was that the album? Um, I think so. It was 2023, so I would assume. Yeah, 23. Yeah, so right, it must have right, right. came out in 2022, obviously. Right. So those ones, I mean, on top of like a lot of the ones that you guys already mentioned, I would say. Yeah, a lot of singles. And I singles. Per I personally enjoyed the um, the punk rock ghost reggae. Personally, that was fun <laughs> for me. Nathan from my Yeah, Nathan organized with everyone. I know it's kind of like, Whatever, but I mean that's my personal it's like opinion. Punk and rock and yeah, music, and he turned it reggae. Yeah, like right. for me, that's like a lot of the songs that I clung to as uh, as when I was young, and they said I was like definitely a rebellious kid. I was I I went through I went through a lot when I was a kid. I was expelled. I I was a I was a troubled child. She's recovered now. <laughs> So like some of those songs are just like so deep to me in their natural sense. So to get like the spin of reggae and obviously you guys know I'm obsessed with reggae music, like really just like brought it all home for me. So like then he made this really album cool. for you. Yeah, I'm like you totally made it just for me to cry to in my room. Oh, I thought I you said. were going to say Andre 3000. <laughs> oh my God. Which yeah. I'm not not a joke we actually love it i do love that album um i'm it's probably gonna be the number one on my list if you don't enjoy it you just you don't. we always appreciate some sound healing as well so. yeah and like if you just can't 
in your so much room. internet like back in the 90s yeah like with some freaking lasers going and a blunt like come on now enlighten yourself <laughs> yeah you know what i mean you have a list as well right you have a list of uh well yeah i i can i can touch on um a few that were not already mentioned here mm -hmm. um night owls had, had a few singles um uh dan ubik and the team um oh yeah Holly Cook was on a single, Malik, uh, Chris Murray, Chris Dowd, um, Tipoli, um, Hellcat Singles Club <laughs> had, had a few singles um, that came out. Um, Boom Regulator, uh, Rockstone Rockers with Cecile. Um, Finsick um, out of the East Coast, uh, they, um, we interviewed them. Mm -hmm. uh, that, was, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. um, then out of Southern California, now we have Brother Ray, Brother yeah, Ration, right? Brother Ration, um, which is uh, Spanky and, and Jeremiah, yes. right? They, they, oh, yeah. With the tenors, um, Verna Maytone, Aisha Sinclair, Tony Green, Kingston the Go Go. Um, the Magnetics, I think, had an album that was th that I enjoyed from, from 2023. Um, I, I discovered a few um, from overseas uh the scumots out of japan um oh, good i enjoyed that one a uh, manga wood had a really good live album uh they're a spanish uh group if i'm not mistaken um one that oh, can i put one in yes uh from overseas indonesia we did a we did a record with this group called the fish ska yes fish yeah really cool Really yeah. cool dudes. Yeah. Really enjoyed working on that. Yeah. Yeah. They've been around since 97, I believe. Yeah. They've been around a long time. Yeah. yeah. So it's finally nice to see them, you know, getting a, a, a solid full length. I got a digital copy of it. Nice. And I think I got a cassette coming in the mail. Yeah. They have the, the box sets coming. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to check that out. I also really enjoyed um, uh, their, their Dutch uh, duo, um, Boss Capone and Patsy. Uh, oh yeah really good old school sound junior I, I need to play this for you you, you right. would love it um big boss sound uh was, uh, i think out of uk was really good um i enjoyed um also the uh burning spears album well, yeah. one of my favorites steve stephen marley uh old soul um oh yeah that's a good enjoyed one that one from the reggae standpoint don letts album uh, yes good um not not reggae but I love the Rolling Stones album from last year. And Mrs. Uh, Spears no, yeah. Burning Spears up for the Grammy yes. this year, among others. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are just a few other uh um Duran Duran did a version of Ghost Town, which was, that was all right. Which was I didn't cool. think I would be ever playing Duran Duran on This Is God, but I played that. Right, yeah. <laughs> you make uh, the rules, right? Joey Altruda worked with um he finally released his El Gran Fiove. Um uh, Cuban Cuban artist that he worked with many years ago finally released um at least digitally um uh yeah so those are just a few other ones that I think we didn't touch on and then a couple of Christmas oh yeah well Christmas yeah uh, Meta you showed the um uh the Western Standard Time and then there were a few other singles like Minto Brew had a Christmas song um Safe Ferris Half Past Two um so mm -hmm. yeah just a few other and then to mention uh. Well, I guess. Oh right, so, so, that some couple passing. of people, you know, became uh, ancestors. 
uh, Lester Skjæsterlin. Right, we did lose Lester last year. Yeah, um, Peter Austin. Right after Sierra Nevada, he went home and um, from the Clarendon, joined his ancestor. Lord Creator, we were trying to interview him for the longest yes, time. Yes, you know? we, we, we came we this did, close. We did. We were very close to interviewing yeah, Lord, Lord Creator, and then Jashaka. Right. Mm -hmm. So a few of the legends that were that mm -hmm. we lost. Um, I, I came across a song too last year, and I'm wondering how I live with this song for so long. Is Lester Sterling and the Tonets. With Lester Sterling, uh, he did a solo. And Charlie Aganier is really and truly wow. definitely well worth listening to. As a matter of fact, I was supposed to play, uh, let, um, I was supposed to do a, a spin a set in TJ, and the guy said, Could you bring that song? <laughs> The Tonets recorded at Studio One, 64, a year after um, Captain wow. that opened the studio with two solo. That's uh, so breathtaking and beautiful. <laughs> Charlie Aganier and then Lester Skiasterlin gave it. Yeah, I'll have to check for that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I do love what you said, um, Dove Sisters, in that how you prioritize seeing, right, some of the legends and, 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 and older artists, right, get out there and see them while you can. Uh, yeah. Because we've, we've all seen, right, during during COVID, coming out of COVID, so many, so many legends passing, you know, of all, of all genres, but I mean, so, yeah. so, so it is super important to get out and see, yeah, to get out and support um, the legends and, and and just for that matter, get out and support the scene. Um, the only way that we keep musicians like Brian, you know, fed and, and promoters and, and DJs and, and everyone, right, as they get out there, it, it takes a village as, as they say. Um, what else? Any other highlights from last year that we didn't touch on relative to? Doesn't have to be recorded music. Doesn't have to be um, live music. But anything else you wanna you wanna touch on as as we? Well, two two non well three. I'll throw three non Scott releases. The Adam Age new album, very much a, a the Sonics ish kind of sound. Okay. Oregon saxophone, garage rock, great thing came out on Asian Man. Uh, and then I bought both Devo box sets. Not that I needed them. Mm -hmm. The Art Devo definitely had deep cuts, and I, that one I needed. But then they did the 50th anniversary set where it went back. Uh, but that one I was glad I bought because I also ended up being one of the first 100, 100 or so people that purchased it and got assigned uh, uh, 12-inch litho print. Wow. Did I need more signed Evo stuff? No. <laughs> no. Did I want more? Always. Stuff? Yes. Always. You know, I, I I was happily happily take it. You know, and the nice thing was, uh, the it's the art that they were using on the new tour, and it's an easier thing to frame than the posters that they were selling at the show. So, but yes, Devo this last year got a lot of money from me, not just me buying three tickets for <laughs> for their concerts, but also uh, the two box sets. Two reaction figures, I believe two or three Devo pins, T-shirt, mm -hmm. another energy dome that I didn't need, but you know why not pay for it? So what you're saying <laughs> is that you are a Devo fan, right? That, 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 that's oh, thing, number right? one, number one favorite band, Devo. Love that. We oh, love Devo. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Devo, we're all Devo. It was my first um, album, final that I ever that I ever got. Uh, first album I ever really? got. Yeah. Well, not first album I've ever bought, but the uh, Question Are We Not Men was the first musical album I ever bought. Uh, I bought a bunch of Steve Martin albums with my own money early on. Uh, really enjoyed that stuff. But as as a musical That's purchase, nice Devo. 
And uh, like I said, I ended up putting a record out, a CD out, tribute to Skank and Pickle, Human Torches, uh, uh, Gangster Fun, ton of ton of different bands on that uh, back back in the '90s. The funny thing is, there was a second Devo tribute that came out with with Scott and and ska punk bands and some punk bands uh, that uh, another good one put out, and we may be related because <laughs> I had a second cousin who borrowed a bunch of money and disappeared, and you know, yeah, maybe who knows? It could have been the dad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. So you you taught. Uh, you were a music teacher in, yep. in the Central Coast, right? Um, Atascadero, if I'm not mistaken, that area. Yep, Atascadero. Atascadero, yes. Um, you, uh, how many of your students are you aware of that went on to play anything uh, related to ska and reggae music? And I say that because I know, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you, I got to work with with Penny Real, right? Which is which is Joanne, which was Joanne and and Brandon. Um, so obviously the two of them went off in the in the music that we all love. But are you aware of others as well? Yeah. So so Nate uh, Bridges started Black Market Records. Yeah. He was one um, of your students. Yep. And um, you know, there's there's uh, uh, the trumpet player from the Mad Caddies. Oh yeah. Um, Robert Vesnaver. Okay um he's doing stuff um like specifically ska stuff you're you're asking about oh or yeah i, I was just curious just because i i from what i understood you you sprinkled in right some of that lo love of, of that music into into what you were teaching oh yeah i mean we had a full we had the first cal state um system you know like university level like you could go you could put this on your high school resume to go to college saying that the college like blessed it, you know, the, the ska popes at college, you know, you could go and, and say, well, I took a ska class. <laughs> yeah. I did the, the, yeah. Yeah. And the paperwork's there. You can go onto the Cal state, um, or sorry, the UC website yeah. as a high school teacher. And if you want to teach ska in your classroom, you can take my curriculum and, go crazy with it oh, that's amazing. Like, yeah 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 so in addition to teaching you also uh taught people uh music you also taught people yeah i had a i had a hundred years because a lot of people went on to start their own business right from what you're saying yeah 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 i had a 125 piece marching band yeah. um <laughs> that you know with second period you could come and play ska and we had a giant ska band that was like a different name every year but but yeah, all high school kids all doing it. Yeah. Wonderful. Love that. Wonderful. But, but all those all those kids did did continue to play music um and made their own bands and did stuff and then Yeah. So yeah. for a musician uh especially in the greater Los Angeles area, perhaps some more uh generally Southern California, how can they reach it? How can they um dub robot? They want if yeah. they want to um uh, dub robot. Yeah. There's wow. a the just look up in the sky and you'll see this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> signal. But yeah, the dub robot. Yeah, dub robot. It's easier. It's easy to to remember because it's dub and and robots. Yeah, right. And and um, and you're, not, one, you're not paying for that commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one word and and it's on all the socials. 
yeah. that's how you you find me um yeah. alice and sheila as we as we near our our destination or reach our destination any any um any final news? yeah actually um something else that stood out in 2023 to me was essentially anything Roger Revis put his hands on. <laughs> yeah. Love Roger. Indeed. So he put out a couple of dub uh singles that were really good and I mean any project that he touches like raw talent. He's special. He really is. Talent, talent, yeah. talent. Very much. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, I can't think of anything else. Year. I mean, this was a year where we got to literally unleash and go to as many shows as we wanted to. Yeah, there was no limitation. So, like, we got at least 118 shows. Out yeah. of, I don't even know how many weekend days there are, but on some days we went to more than one show. Three shows. When we were going over it together, I was like, did we really yeah. do that? She started writing it down. I'm like, you sure you want to write it down? I was like, I think yeah. It's it's like it's and it turned out to be a brilliant idea. No, this is amazing. And here's the thing: for 2024, are you going to try to increase it by a couple? There's no. Oh, I, I don't, don't think, think there's a way. We can. I don't think we can unless we were okay. being less responsible. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because we both have careers that we enjoy very much. We have real jobs. Um, you know, we have families. Uh, you know, we have mortal limits. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a dub robot time machine, but I'm working on that. Yeah. Um, good to know that I can reach that level one day. Um, uh, we really did a lot. I have no regrets. I lived my life in the moment and shared it with beautiful people, being part of a beautiful community. Um, gave to myself, gave to others. So grateful to have my beautiful sister by my side and really have unconditional love just showering over me um, so I can help to put that back out into the world. Like it was a phenomenal year in my life. I went through a lot of really difficult things. Um, but when I look at the big picture of it, all I see is the beauty in it all. So um it's the whole year yes and we're very we're yeah. very thankful to all four of you we're, we're thankful mm -hmm. for for each of you and, and what you bring to to the scene and to the music and 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 and, and to uh to uh everything that uh that we all love so again thank you thank you all brian always good to see you yes before we log off can i say yes. a couple things in closing yes everybody oh. Be more like the Dub Sisters. Absolutely true. <laughs> nice. Go, go out, go out and, and, and energy goddesses. Do your thing. Support the music. Uh, Thanks. Ryan, I'm going to give this to you. I wasn't able to pull it off because, you know, uh, I have great ideas, but my talent is limited. But since you have the time machine, yes, go back to 2000. I, I did re record one song called Stop This Madness as Robot Army. Uh, but my whole plan was for 2000 was to, to create a franchise for Robot Army where there'd be different bands playing only on binary dates oh. from 2000 and 2001. So take take the, the time machine, go back to 2000 and play those binary dates. Got it. Yes. Right? 
That yes. I'm, I'm into it. It was all. It was all. It was all spelled out. Now, and and I had to talk with with John Roy about this years ago. But years ago, I had a plan on doing kind of a pill session thing, but where the music was going to be recorded would do only two two instruments wouldn't be known at any one time to anybody, and then it would be mixed. Oh. So you send a, a drum, a rhythm track, and 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 you know maybe a guitar part to somebody and go, okay, I want you to just uh, write some lyrics to this, and then you send the lyrics and 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 the drums or bass line to somebody to do a keyboard part, and then you mix it in, and it's either genius or it's terrible, but either way, <laughs> put that out. Yeah. First take, it's it's got to be but there. Back, yeah. back back in the in the late nineties, early two thousand, we didn't have file sharing. Right. So, wow. Yeah. I was lacking. I was lacking. Yeah. I was ahead of my ideas, time. and I didn't have I, time machine. My the time machine is the important part. Yeah. My part in shot to honor a good friend of mine, Professor Entungela Masalena from South Africa, brilliant professor. Uh, he said at if you don't support the art, if you don't support the music, it will go one way, the way of the dinosaurs. So I'm saying that to um, support your point that we have yeah. to support the music. It is very yeah. good. Or else it would be just gone, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna see you all at a nearby show sometime soon, or we're gonna listen to you on the radio, uh, to you fellow, fellow DJs. Uh, no. Junior, we'll connect. I'll get you some emails. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll give you some emails what a way for to your talk. radio show to what a expand way to out. 2024. I love it. Yes. And, 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 and like I said, if you know any band, you know, if you haven't uh, gone to the list, Brian, there's like 80 DJs on there. Uh, I know John has seen it. Yeah. John Roy has. So that that was my gift to, to, to the world this year because... Amazing gift. It, it yes. needs to be done and... Yeah, yes. I was just like, ever so often I would be somebody at Pete, Pete Cooper, actually, Pete Corker, Bradley, yeah. Yeah. whatever you want to call him, uh, asked, hey, I have this song, do you know any about extra people? And I said, I actually have a pretty decent list. So I gave it to him. And somebody else had asked me, like, right after, and I'm like, I need to just compile all these and then just see who else has that I can find out and just put it out there so it's available. And I'll just ever so often share it on my 87 plus thousand, how did that happen in four years? Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. I don't know. No, I, yeah. That's I, a fantastic I, resource. It really, really yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so that's out there. Like the next, words, so there'll be something else. I'll, I'll <laughs> add to it with either book booking contacts or, you know, whatever. But yeah, that goes out to the world because it's bands don't have those resources. And unfortunately with ska, as we've discussed, you don't make the money that you would hope to be able to make to survive. Yeah. So you can't pay for a publicist. Yeah. You know, I even said that. Some people think, right? I go, don't tell your publicist because they're going to be mad at me for right. giving this away. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, it's a wonderful resource. And again, just, just one of the, many... and you guys are on there. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. No. And thank you everyone for listening, for watching, for all the support of, of what we do here uh, on this podcast series. Um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, follow us at History of LA Ska on Instagram and join our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Follow this gentleman, please, at Junior Francis. Mm -hmm. And this series is uh, produced by uh, Rockery Radio at 
Rockery underscore radio by Eric Kohler. It's been an amazing, amazing discussion from start to finish. Yes, so thank you much all. Information. Thank you. Nice. Thank you all very much. So amazing. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, so blessed to be here. Oh, you're so welcome. And since we're still on the on 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 the first half of this month, we can still say Happy New Year to you all. Yes. Happy New Year's. And Happy, Happy New, New, New Year. It's gonna be Yay. a good one. It's gonna be fun. Here's to a happy, healthy, and um, wonderful 2024. 2024, more life. Yes. More life. Much love and respect, everyone. Thank you yeah. so much. Big respect. To All right. See you soon. Junior, thank you as well. Big respect. Until next time. Love you guys. Be well. 2024, Bye. that's my number. Yes. That's right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>